G'day, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Stav has the best story ever that he's going to share <laughs> right very, now. Very, very good. I mean, we haven't heard it, but uh, he did say best. He said, guys, so. best story I've ever heard. Let's get it on the podcast so it goes international. <laughs> and we're like, right, bro, let's get it on. Yeah, nah. I think it is an international joke, isn't it? It comes all the way from Scotland. Yeah. It's a joke. Mm. It's not a joke. Oh, uh, it's an interesting fact that <laughs> can be, hmm, that's funny. I'm not that either. <laughs> it's not suitable for the podcast. Though. Is it not? No, nah, no. Nah, I'll save it for a novel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are you writing a novel? Yeah, he said this twice now and you're not listening. It's a thriller. <laughs> a thriller. guy comes into work and... No, it's not a thriller. No, I've, I've scrapped that one. I've started again. Start again. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever started to write a book, though? Yes, I have. Heaps times. Many times. It was a dark and stormy night. No, mine's more, like, based on my life, but... Yeah, right. It's a... Uh, I've written mine. It's a story. You've written a whole one? No, I just got Once Upon a Time, and then I kind of get writer's block from there. Yeah, that's annoying. I still want to hear your story that you think you've gotten away with not telling. Here is the podcast. No, nah, come on, bro. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Tell it. Don't let this be the story that doesn't get told. I didn't. I threw away my sheets, sheet, so I don't know um, what the letter is. Did you throw right. away mine too? No, no, I'll go and get it. But you tell us the story. Stop. Right. Why would I tell you this? <laughs> come on. No. Nah. Please. Tell us the story, mate. Why not? <laughs> Are you, are, you, are you cracking the sads? Why are you letting me dive in the bin when you've got it here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for? The letter for tomorrow. I'm diving into the bin to find the sheets. Hey, Come on, tell us a story now. Who am I to stop you from doing that? <coughs> oh, just tell me. So your grandfather story. said to you, because no. I was saying it was cold, and he said it's cold, and then you pick up from there. It was my uncle, and uncle. it doesn't matter. Come on. Your uncle matters. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Is he died? Has no. he died? No, he hasn't died. Tell us, what is he? Age? No. Is it because you're getting all attention now, so you want to drag this out? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. That's a good move. I haven't heard that. That's a good move. Yeah, what are we doing? Waiting for your story. Not tell us that, the and then we'll we'll forget about it. No. Mate, this is your last chance. If you don't tell it now, good. That's exactly what I want. Do you? <laughs> is that what you want? <laughs> All right, let's get on with the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Things you can say would say in bed. But it is a Monday, so we like to cleanse ourselves from the weekend and just get our head ready for business. Yeah. yeah. So we want to know, what could you say in the bedroom and in a shoe shop today? Makes perfect sense. It's just your dirty mind. you just got to get it out of your system. We've got Sebastian in Bean Lee. What can you say in both scenarios? How many times has this been used? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those socks, those loader socks. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. I have a mate who used to steal them. Why? Because if, if he used a nice pair, he'd just swap his socks over. Don't so, you only get one? Oh, that's oh no, no. You, you want to do both sides because yeah. sometimes you can have uh, different lengths. Are you playing the game? I am actually not. <laughs> your shoe, your feet can be different sizes. So you should yes. always try on two. It's nice to hear a lady tell you there's different lengths and not to worry. Mm. Hey, Sarah. I did not say not, not to, to worry. worry. <laughs> you just added yeah, that for your own benefit. Sarah, first time in there. Welcome from Heritage Park. What can you say in Hi. the bedroom and the shoe shop? Uh, that fits quite nicely. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. It's good to have a good fit. You don't want it rubbing. Beck in Browns Plains. This one's going off today. It is. What can you say uh, in the bedroom and at a shoe store? Do you mind pulling my tongue? Do you mind pulling my tongue? <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then the giggle yeah. at the end always gets you. Yes, <laughs> I did get a late entry on Instagram from Gary saying, my tongue keeps getting caught in the lace. Oh, good one, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> John in Forest Lake, what can you say in the shoe store and in the bedroom? Hey, guys. Hey. Um... Just slide your foot in. Okay, I guess you <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. John is very good at this game. <laughs> that's not dirty. It's not no. dirty. Hey, Weird. Sharon. Shannon. Oh, sorry, Shannon. In hey, 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 Good. What can you say in the shoe store and in the bedroom? I'm just going to pull out the box. Can you give it a good polish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kyla in Kippering, uh, welcome to the show for the very first time. Hi. What can you say in the bedroom and in a shoe store? Oh, that's a bit tight. Can you loosen me up a bit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Kyla. <laughs> the calls are still coming in. Uh, Dion, hi. 
How you going? Good. True story in the bedroom. What can you say? It might fit better if you put a sock on first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slides. <laughs> yeah. The shoe, the foot. Don't look at me, guys, like that. We're not, we're not looking at you like anything. No. Katie, what can you say? In the bedroom and in the shoe shop? Can you tie me up, please? Ah, yes. Yes. good one. Katie, it on. Look, we can sit here all day. This call's just flooding in, but we've got to move on. Uh, nice work, everyone. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. But first call is when the show is yours. You can call 131060. We've got Belinda in Naringba. What do you want to talk about? Well, I actually heard you speaking last week about how you were crying when you were breastfeeding or expressing. And I just wanted to let you know that there is actually a condition, that it's a real thing. It's called dysphoric milk ejection reflex. What? What is that again? (laughs) It's dysphoric milk ejection reflex. It's about when... Uh, women who, uh, when they have that let down feeling when they breastfeed, in- experience intense emotions. Um, so some women get really sad, some women get angry, some women have all these different emotions due to the chemical and hormone releases in their brain. So it's not my fault? It's not your fault, no. It's it's not um, overly common, oh. um, but we definitely see it. And yeah, it's one of those things that um, can be a little bit of a struggle to get through. It's your husband's so you've done fault. extremely well. <laughs> yeah, that's his fault. Yeah, it's it is. a real weird feeling the letdown. Yeah, and yeah. some women experience it in different ways. Whereas those intense feelings of sadness that you're getting are a real thing, and you know, don't um, don't think that's something strange about you. It's it's actually. That's a real condition. That's not the strange thing about you. No, there's heaps of strange things, but that one I can tick off as normal. Thank you. Are you a midwife? Sorry? Are you a midwife? No, I'm a child health nurse that oh. I and I have a special interest in lactation. So, oh, oh you guys do an amazing job because breastfeeding's hard. Really? Thanks, Belinda. Bernadette, you're on the air. What do you want to chat about? Oh, hey. Um, I was just ringing up to talk about the epic Married at First Sight uh, fa- uh, editing fail. Oh, what oh. have they done this time? There's been a few through the course of this series. Oh, my God, it's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what was it? Um, well, when Jules and Cam uh, were doing, well, when Cam was proposing to Jules and um, he went down on one knee and she put her hand over her mouth, she already had two rings on her hand. Oh. And then when they cut back, it was, they were on the other hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that. My favourite moment was uh, when Cam, not last night's episode, but previously gave her jewellery and it was from Shh. Secret. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all like... from there, isn't it? Because didn't um, Jess get a fake diamond ring yes, too? Yes, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> thank you. It's not I mean, a fake great, great sponsorship. Yeah. But are they are they known to be fake? Are they? It's not a fake diamond. It's a real cubic zirconia. You yeah, they're not. They're not diamonds. So it's like, shh, don't yeah. tell them. Yeah. And they're beautiful jewelry, but it's just nah, half the price. Not real. It's not yeah. real. Bernadette yeah. at eight o'clock yes. this morning, Inez is calling through to our show. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, we're going to donate $1,000 to her charity of choice if she does. We've been begging. Stav has been too keen. I'm like, settle down, mate. Um, But I reckon this morning, 8 o'clock is when she's going to finally call through, so do not go anywhere, okay? Well, I think I might be screaming at the radio, but yes, I will not go anywhere. You won't be the only one. (laughs) Turns out her charity is secret. (laughs) (laughs) And Marie, you're on the air for the very first time. Great to have your company. Thank you. What What do you want to talk talk about? about? Um, recently, just last week, oh, excuse me. Oh, no, you're okay. My, si- <laughs> my seven-year-old son has started to talk about body-conscious issues. Yeah. And children telling him he is fat. Oh, oh hon. I, <laughs> it broke my heart. Yeah. At such a young age, children are speaking about these issues. Yeah. Not just boys, but, you know, as well as the girls and worrying about why boys don't like her because she's fat. Oh. You know, they like another girl because she's skinny and she's little and at seven years old, yeah. they just shouldn't be thinking about these sorts of things. They're innocent young children. And to have that worry on them at such a young age, it breaks me as a mum. Yeah, especially I when you hear that they're help. saying that. Yeah. We, we've banned the I word 
we've banned the word fat in our household. My my kids aren't allowed to use it unless it is something that doesn't have emotions. Right. Uh, so they yeah. like to say, you know. Or like PH, like that's cool. No, I'll put down food and they go, oh, that looks fat. And I'll be like, cool, thanks. Um, yeah, but it is really hard. I mean, you have to try and install that their body is, is perfect because it's doing everything that it's supposed to do and focus on health and not how yes. people look. But it's hard to keep reinforcing that when other kids are saying other things. But you hope that well, I try parents to say are to them, trying to do it to their... Look at mummy. Yeah. I'd say, look at mummy. Mummy's not a skinny person, but I am happy. Yeah. And that's what matters most. And parents have to stop saying it about themselves. I don't know yeah. why people put down themselves in front of their kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well- it's something that um, she works through. It is hard because she's seven, so she won't ever quite understand it. But um, thank you so much for calling through and uh, sharing your story this morning. Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. April Fool's. April Fool's. <laughs> April Fool's, <laughs> Thoughts on April Fool's? You guys fans? For or against? I do like it if someone pulls off a big prank. But it's kind of one of those things now, especially for radio stations, like, what are we going to do for April Fool's Day? But you've got to do it three weeks before because everyone's aware of it. reveal it on April Fool's about something you did. Uh, My grandparents were always into it. So they used to always, yeah. So a couple of times they posted out, like, our phone number in the newspaper. um, Your grandparents did this to you? Yeah, loved it. And they used to put a for sale sign up on our front of our house. (laughs) Love them. They delivered a bunch full of chickens. And then they got older and they weren't really into it. Oh. So, That's yeah, a- so it's a bit of an emotional day for me because oh. I remember that it was such a, a fun time. Yeah. What great grandparents. Mine would never do anything like that. <laughs> Putting your phone number in the yeah. yeah. If my grandmother did that to me, You'd I'd be, be so like, proud. oh, my God. You'd be so proud. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I don't think my parents were as excited. <laughs> uh, well, there's a few going around. You might have heard in Amy Drew's news. There's a couple going out there saying that they're going to turn the city of Orange in New South Wales. They're going to call it pink from now on. That's an April Fool's joke going around. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but there have been a couple of good ones over the years. Uh, do you guys remember when Deliveroo said that they were going to take the crusts off all the pizzas? Yes, and people were really excited. They started ordering them, and yeah. they were like, "No, no, no!" It was crust April is Fools. the best bit. See, that's a that's a that's an opinion. No, I'm with you. I get annoyed when people leave their crust. Yeah, oh, no, I know. I'm I'm into it. You don't want that sweet. Mm. Ing offering uh, home loans of twenty thousand dollars for pets to build a, a big pet house for your oh pets. Oh my god. It's a, it's a joke. They're not. I, I know, but the thing with that is people would have been like, oh, I will totally take one of those. That could be kind of the one where they go, we'll put it out as an April Fool's joke. We'll just test the waters, and if we get if it picks up some steam, we'll See, actually let you do it. they are the best ones when people aren't sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This one, I mean, <laughs> you'd have to be pretty stupid to think it was true because it's from uh, Kentucky, you know, the, the tour places. Now, for under th- you've got to be under 30 to go on a Kentucky. Yeah, huh? they're pretty debaucherous, right? I mean, that's why you Ready to go. mingle. Yeah, exactly. So, would you want their latest product? Listen. At Kentucky, we know how important it is to stay connected when you're travelling. We're excited to announce that in 2019, we're launching the ultimate connection technology. Introducing Kentucky Cam with a wearable GPS tracker. Now you and your loved ones will be connected every step of the way, not just on the coach. An entire camera that you strap to your body and wear your entire Kentucky tour holiday. So your parents can watch. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Who's that one to... today, love? That was different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Not going to take off. Uh, and then uh, Origin, the energy company. Uh, mm. This one just shows how gullible people are because they had a brilliant idea of how they could power the world with the power of the sun. Origin. We're super proud of all that we're doing in the solar space. I turned on the shower and suddenly, boom, this idea hit me. If we could take a piece of the sun the size of a bowling ball, that would be enough power for the entire planet for the next 60,000 years. We have to go to the sun. We assembled the world's greatest creative minds and also the world's best engineers to figure out how to send a human being to the sun. If we could capture the sun's power in its purest form, where we could solve the world's energy issues overnight. You need a lot of sunscreen. Yeah, <laughs> you need that zinc stuff. Yeah. Anyone believe that one, you reckon? I don't know. It sounds I, like a group of comedians as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, people do. There's always that one person out there that would believe it. Definitely. No, not- I mean, they're, they're kind of onto something. If they could get that, it would work. <laughs> it would work. They're, they're like, there's, you know, there's a little bit of... I think you're believing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're the guy. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We wanted to make you commute fun in the morning. 
Because sometimes it can be really boring. Well, you're stuck in traffic for ages, nothing to do. Like, nothing to do? Listen to this show. Nothing to do except for listen to an award-winning radio show. You know, like, still got to sit there. Yeah, come on. We're the third best show in Brisbane right now, people. There's, wow. a, there's a review. <laughs> but hey, there are some interesting things that you see. You know, sometimes you just get in the corner of your eye. You're like, oh my God, oh, I did didn't I just, expect that. Did that just happened. That was a little bit weird. Yeah. And we've planted one this morning. There there's is... something out there that we have deliberately done. So we want you to work out if you have seen that. Yes. And you're not going to know by just, you have to call up and just say what you've seen that's strange this morning. Yeah. 13, 10, 60. Uh, the person who identifies it correctly is going to get $500 cash. Yeah. So anything that you've seen on the road that is a little bit out of the ordinary um, or, or something like that, just give us a buzz. What have you seen that you've gone, that's, that's a bit strange? It could be us or it might just be something randomly strange. That does occur as well. But there is one that we've got out there mm. and we don't know what it is. No, our producers have planted this one. Yeah. We have not seen it. We do not know what it is. So 13, 10, 60, this music just makes me talk like that. <laughs> New season's coming out soon. Yes, yeah, July 4th. Yeah. I've only seen the first episode of Stranger Things Season 2. I'm really trying to catch up in time. Have yeah. you watched the first season? No. What? No, of course I have. <laughs> Stop being a jerk. 13, 10, April Fool's! Uh, 13, 10, 60, what have you seen strange this morning? All right. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, we've got something out on the streets of Brisbane just to make your commute a little bit fun. It's a little bit strange. Yeah, it's odd. And we want you to call up 131060 and see if you can guess what it is because basically you might have seen something else that's strange this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take a photo of it on Instagram unless you're pulled over and stopped. Yes. Then we would like them. Uh, tag at Hit105Brisbane in there. Um, if you've seen something strange, give us a tingle. Sarah in Ormo Hills, uh, do you think you've seen our strange thing? I hope so. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, what have you seen? Um, so, I think this is totally random. I've seen a mountain bike on top of roof racks of a car. Like, it's not on the back. It's literally on top, sitting up nice and proud. But that's how you carry them. No! No, they're fixed to the boot. Not sitting on top. And it's an old push. I'm driving past it right now. Is there a the guy most- on there? <laughs> Sarah, no. I, I love you, Sarah, and I'm glad this is the first time you've ever called the show. You can call any time you want, but that, yeah, that's um, exactly how you can carry your bike yeah, up it's, on a it's roof. It's a new for- thing, though, Sarah. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. Oh, shush. No, oh, so it's yes. Yeah. It's a new thing. Um, it's the most random it thing. It does look strange. Yeah, I know it does. It really does look it's, strange, but that's how you it you do it I'll, now. I'll tell you what is strange about it. Once I did that with fifteen thousand dollars worth of bikes on my roof, yeah. and I forgot, and I went no. through a McDonald's drive-through, no. and I hit the top oh. and nearly destroyed my bikes. But I, I mean, we don't know exactly what it is, but I can promise you, Sarah, that is not the strange thing today. Okay, no worries, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you for your call. Call any time. Natalie in Ridge South. What have you seen that's really strange? Um, it was really weird. I was driving to work one morning and somebody was driving, obviously, and brushing their teeth. Oh. oh. Brushing teeth. Brushing your teeth while you're driving. Where do you spit? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, <laughs> in, I don't cup, know. in the cup holder. <laughs> well, do you swallow it? <laughs> I mean, it's a personal choice. For, Everyone's no, different. It's not good for your health, I don't think. <laughs> Swallowing toothpaste? Yeah. I think it's bad. It would have to be edible, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> if you're putting it in your mouth, yeah. you've got to be able yeah. to swallow it. Yeah. Um, let's check. We don't, we don't know because our producers have set it up this morning. Is that the thing? No. no. Thank you. Uh, Lindell, there's something strange out on the streets this morning. What have you seen? Morning. I've seen a guy on the side of the road doing yoga next to what appears to be a massive radio. Oh, well, that does sound strange. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. He's doing yoga. Next, yeah. n- next to like a boom box. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, my daughter spotted it on the way to school this morning. Someone else doing this competition? <laughs> <laughs> That's really bizarre. Isn't it? Yes. Is that our thing? No. No. Oh, damn. Thanks, anyway. That person is just a bit different. Uh, Jason and Brown's Plains, we've planted something out there. It's worth $500 if you've seen it this morning. What have you seen? Yeah, um, 
just that um, hillcrest over near Browns Plains. There's three girls on the side of the road in front of Digi Roller Skating um, wearing pussycat masks and um, acting like cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason, okay. you haven't you haven't had a drink. Yeah, big, drink this big morning, weekend. Have you? Big weekend. <laughs> nah, nah. I've seen, I've Did seen anyone else see it? <laughs> they would have hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. We're just worried about you. Yeah. Case, no. In Hillcrest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, this is interesting because if you go to work this morning, and go, hey, did you boys see those those girls roller skating, dressed acting like pussy cats? <laughs> Uh, why don't you go home, game. mate? <laughs> why don't you take a day? Um, I'm not sure. Is that... We're going to cross to uh, Wonder Woman Laws, who oh. is... I, I mean, it must be. Hello, Wonder Woman Laws. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Give us your best meow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's correct. This is Wonder Woman Laws on the streets of Brisbane being a cat. <laughs> Come on, give, give us a meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> You sound real happy about your career choices this morning. <laughs> Jace, well done. What? That's, you're right, you won. Oh, what? Yeah, five, 500 bucks is all yours, buddy. Oh, you beauty. <laughs> uh, and we are going to plant one daily this week. So yes. it's out there before six o'clock every morning. So when you're driving to work, if you see some strange out on the streets, just make note of it. And good commitment there, Wonder Woman Loz. I think the kitty litter was taking it a bit too far, but you've done well. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. 36-year-old Katie Ann Corbin charged with murder called paramedics herself. When paramedics arrived, they found her husband with a single stab wound to his chest. Yeah, this was a story last week that really gripped us, and I think it was mainly because it was different in the fact that it was a woman killing her husband. And she was angry because he came home from work two hours late through a knife. But the one thing I can't get out of my mind is that her four-year-old, their four-year-old child witnessed it. Now, she's gone away to, to jail, but what happens when she gets out? Does she have a relationship with the child or not? Because the child will be... She got six years, was it? Nine years. Nine years, right. So the, the child will be a teenager... And would have understood the story and everything that went on. So I imagine by that stage, you'd have to take into account the feelings of the child. Because mm. that child's now with the, the murdered man's parents. Yeah. Mm. And it's how it happened as well with Jared Bate and Clay here yeah. in Brisbane. Even with their three girls. The, the parents of the woman who's in jail... Mm. They've got to have a relationship with the child as well because they're still the grandparents. Well, I think they, um, their family are looking after it. You couldn't imagine having to be face-to-face with someone who took yeah. your son's life. No. And we did get a late call um, into the show from someone who's been in this experience. Um, anonymous, good morning. Good morning. Tell us your story. Okay, so um, it happened when I was in my 30s, um, about nine and a half years ago, nearly 10 years ago now. I got a phone call to say that I needed to get to my parents' house quite urgently, that they needed me. On the way to the house, got another phone call to say that um, actually both my parents had died. Um, So when I got to the house, there was police everywhere. It was a crime scene. And then um, they asked me who I was and I said, and uh, basically they said that my mother was in the house, that she was deceased um, and that they couldn't find my father at that stage. Wow. And what went through your mind at that moment? Obviously, you you start to think things. What did you think had happened? Um, I I was just in complete shock, of course. Mm. Um, I remember just screaming and just falling on the ground in a heap. Um, and then it transpired that they had found my father. He had tried to kill himself um, unsuccessfully. And um, then the, the chain of events started to... Um, be revealed and then he was taken into custody and from that second on my life changed forever. Yeah, I can imagine. Did you have any doubt or did you just want to believe that it wasn't your father when you had known that your Um, mother was deceased? Oh, of course. It's something that no one ever expects. Um, When it sort of all transpired, um, my parents were, I shouldn't say are, my parents were older. Um, Then obviously if I'm in my 30s, and um, had always been together, very loving relationship. I never grew up in a house of domestic violence. It was um, quite a shock. 
And um, once I realised, after the police had said what had happened, I just couldn't believe it. I thought maybe it had, might have been a, a crime of um, passion or something. Maybe she had some disease that I wasn't aware of or something, yeah. but it, it transpired that it had been a domestic violence. They had argued and he basically snapped, for right. want of a better word, yeah. What was the conversation like when you first had a moment to speak to your dad after it? Um, I did. I saw him at the police station probably... Um, I can't remember now if it was initially that day or the next day. Um, he was quite a dishevelled, broken man. Um, my father's always been quite the strong one, very, I guess, just generational, never really showed emotions. I'd only seen my dad cry a couple of times in my life. I'm an only child, so um, the impact of that was quite surreal. I just remember putting my hand up on the glass, like you see in the movie, mm. saying, I know what you've done. And... Um, you know, it's, I don't know, I can't even remember what I said, but I remember saying, I know what you've done. Then he goes to jail, uh, yes. and how long How long did he get? Um, it was a long process. There was lots of court cases to him going, um, going to different courts, going to a mental health court, and then back to the normal system, for want of a better word. Um, in the end, it was dropped to manslaughter. Because there was no, um, couldn't prove that there was any intent that he actually intended to murder her. So um, it was dropped to manslaughter. So all up, I think he served maybe five and a half years in prison and then went on to parole. Well, uh, Anonymous, hang the line one second. Uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss this a little more with you. Uh, we want to find out how your relationship is with your dad today. Um, we'll do it when we come back. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. 36-year-old Katie Ann Corbin charged with murder called paramedics herself. When paramedics arrived, they found her husband with a single stab wound to his chest. That was a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the fact that they've got a child together and what happens when the mom gets released from prison what's the relationship going to be like with the child and we got an anonymous caller who phoned up and said she's been in this situation because her dad took her mum's life uh she joins us right now and so your dad is out of prison now correct what's your relationship like with him oh obviously it will never be the same as what it once was Mm. and i unless the way I look at it, unless you've walked in my shoes, don't judge me. Um, I do have a relationship with my father. I did even visit him when he was in prison, and that's just a whole other story. That's someplace you never want to be. Um, certainly never as a visitor. You feel very judged as well. Um, and I do see him. Probably we're not as close as once we were, but at the end of the day, he's still my dad. I still love him. I certainly don't condone what he did or his actions. Um, the repercussions have been like phenomenal for me. Yeah. Um, I believe a part of me died that day, the day that she died, and I'll never get that part of me back. But um, one thing it has given me is resilience. I'm, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that my partner was absolutely amazing, like mm. phenomenal. So, and I, I sort of say like, The days that he didn't hold my hand, he carried me, and he literally did. Um, A few days after she did die, I just went through that whole cycle of grief that we all go through, Mm -hmm. Uh, just a very deep, dark pit of sadness, and I have children, so I made the choice that they can either have the mum who's always sad and in in bed and can't function, or they can have the mum that can actually get up and do all the mum things that I'm supposed to do. So I chose the second and I got up the next day and I made my kids lunches and I took them to school and I spoke to their teachers and I think I was just doing shock and an adrenaline. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it changed my life forever. I've done and seen things that no one should ever have to go through in their life. Mm. But um, there's an amazing group that you never actually ever want to be a part of the Queensland Victim Support Group, they were phenomenal. Just so amazing, just helping with counselling and obviously I had a funeral to organise that I never anticipated. Just the impact was phenomenal. Do you have conversations with your dad about it now or is it just um, something that's never said? No, we have spoken about it. 
Um, and even when he was in prison, when he would make contact a phone call or something, um, early on I was obviously very angry, very, very angry. And um, I remember him one time saying, I am so sorry, um, but how many times can I say sorry? And I, and I remember saying every day for the rest of your life and that is still not enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have had conversations and, but I do, I have built up a wall. Um, I, I don't discuss it. Um, my family life changed. We changed schools, we changed jobs, we moved houses. One person's actions impacted my family in so many ways. So I don't talk about it to new people that I meet. Yeah. Um, my friends that knew at the time were amazing and I still are, but new people I don't mention it because I don't want to be defined as that girl whose dad killed her mum. Yeah. I want to be known for me. We we read all these stories, but I, I, I honestly I just had never had an opportunity to hear from someone who has been a victim of it to get their understanding of it. So mm-hmm. can't thank you enough for being able to share your story. Thank you. Yeah, it's a story that no one really wants to ever share, but um, it does happen. But you can move on. You can never forget or necessarily forgive, but you've just got to make the most of your own life. You can't let it define you. Amazing message to come out of such a horrible situation. Anonymous, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Oh, that story was so good. It's a pity, it's a pity he told it during the other bits of the show. Uh, hey, we're playing Alpha Bucks tomorrow. It'll be worth $10,000 on the 2nd of April. And your letter is T for Thomas. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Oh, you wouldn't read about it, but we've got a little issue with our clock. Uh-huh. Our clock is broken for Alpha Bucks this morning. Oh, so uh, no time limit. No, you just count to 30 with your elephants. If- All right, I'll count in my head. <laughs> and I'll give you I'll give you some hand gestures. Um, Belinda in Acacia Ridge, who's playing this morning, welcome. Oh, good morning. First I'll, time I'll on air as well. I'll count a little bit slower for you, all right? Yep, thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, you know how this works, though. You get $50 for each correct answer. Say pass if you can't think quickly. You get all 10 right. You get the $10,000. And each answer yep. needs to start with the letter you're about to be given. Or if you download the podcast, you would hear it in the middle. I think Maddie actually wanted yep. us to stall until... Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What are you going to yeah. spend the, the $10,000 on if you win the $10,000? Oh, I need another air conditioning system for my house. Oh. And hopefully a holiday. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Uh, all right. Well, the clock is still broken. so we'll, me, I'll get it on my phone. Yeah, and I'll do the sound. <laughs> Okay. All right, this will be the most interesting Alpha Bucks we've ever played, Belinda. Yeah, here no we, worries. Here we go. Okay, Belinda, your letter for today is W for winner, which we hope that you are. All right. And your time ready? will start when I finish the first question. All right, ready? Press the button. Which is, name a famous singer. I'll pass. Name something magical. Wonderland. Name an American state. Wisconsin. Name something you melt. Pass. Name something you find in the kitchen. Window. Name something that lives under the sea. Whale. Name a game show. Pass. Name a gesture. Why? Name a dessert. $250, though. Belinda, you did very well. Yes, thank you. Congratulations. I'll go through. Well done. Something you melt, you could have had wax. All right, yep. Yeah. Uh, the game show you could have had, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And name a famous singer you could have had, Will I Am or Whitney Houston? Oh, couldn't have think for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did did, the, did my clock make it easier or worse for you? I was a bit nervous anyway, because sort of forget about the clock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll be out if we don't get the clock technicians in by, by tomorrow's show. Maybe that'll be the new thing. Guys, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot you had to breathe. I know, I know. It's really hard to keep clocking and breathing. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Since Married at First Sight started, Ines is all anyone has talked about. I really don't care. Stav, Abby and Matt have been keen to chat. Please call our show. Well... 
Mainly Matt. Maybe she is an actor. We made brief contact weeks ago through another contestant, Martha from Married at First Sight. Hi, guys. We exchanged text messages. I go to the Brisbane radio station, I want to talk to you, like, right now. They're waiting. Uh, uh, that's what she said? Yeah. Oh, can you write, please? Oh, no, no, we staked out her court appearances. Trying to get the best spot. There's a couple of big, big news cameras. I think uh-huh. seven's here. Although, turns out, we were a few weeks early. She might even be sending a solicitor and not herself. Uh-huh. So we may not actually see her. See her. So... A $1,000 donation to her charity of choice if Innes calls 13 10 60 right now. We're in an eight-second delay, so we're just going to have to chill for a minute. Okay, okay so, so what happened? You, you've decided that you want to you, you, you chat to her that much. No, 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 we... Oh, no, I gave up a little while ago. No, you gave up uh, last I, week. Okay. When she got in trouble with when the police. When she got in trouble because I didn't like what she oh, said. Oh, oh, oh. Phones are ringing. People, oh, people are going to do their best in his impersonation right now. Oh. No, it could be. It could be her. I just you know, since when first sight started, she w- has refused to speak to anyone, and Does Channel she, Nine have tried to keep a lid on her. So I'm reckon. Yeah. Does she scream to you, charitable person? Absolutely not. She definitely okay. screams well, then, at you. But I don't think she's going to call up for a thousand dollars for a charity. Well, it was worth a shot. Could yeah. have, could have a little faith. Yeah, you know, because you gotta have turn... faith, the faith, the faith. Maybe she wants to turn over a new leaf. This is her chance to to change. You know, like politicians, if yeah. something bad happens, mm. you really got to switch it around. Absolutely. And by her having a great charity to donate a thousand dollars to, what would be her charity of choice? Perceptions might change instantly. What would it be? The law firm that represented her in court last week. The save inners from 70 hours of community we put it up, service. We put it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the feedback has been awesome. Uh, people have said that they're going to tune on, tune out. Who cares? Not going to listen. I turn off every time you talk about it, which is good that they come As back. As if you do. You're so you're sitting here right now. Jules has written. Everyone's acting like they're not going to be tuned in for the call. Okay. As if. She's basically saying she agrees with you, Manny. One point okay. six um, million people, people watch it. It's an April Fool's joke. Nah, I can hand on heart, <laughs> promise you, I'm as serious as a heart attack about this. Okay, so, 131060, call us now. If you don't call now... Maddie is never going to bring up her name ever again. Ever again. It'll be like Voldemort to this show. It'll be this show's Voldemort. I have not seen Harry Potter, so I cannot... You're not I, allowed basically, to say you just name. Allowed to say the name. Yes. It'll be oh, like Candyman. Yeah. Is that the one you yeah. used to do? You remember they're making, the a, they're making a remake of that. Oh, you can't yeah. say it three times in a mirror. Or Beetlejuice. Okay. Basically, yeah. it's the same as all of those examples. You yeah. can't say it. Yeah. There'll be a punishment I wonder, if you do. I wonder if you, if you say Inez three times in the mirror if she pops up behind you. <laughs> <laughs> then what are we doing here then? <laughs> She'll be in the bathroom. She pops up and abuses the hell out of you. <laughs> The ho- all the staff. I've never seen so many staff of the radio station standing outside what do you the studio. Ask her? Are you an actor? That's it. That's oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Are, are, are you for real? You for real? You staged. Oh, well, this is disappointing. <laughs> is it? This is not how you thought it would go. No, I th- honestly uh, our, thought our boss is coming into the studio. Oh, hang on. Let me turn a microphone on for you first. She's been out drinking on the Gold Coast. What, what have you got for us, Echo? I think you guys need to get over. I think she's done. She doesn't she's like done. us. Is that it? I think she doesn't like us. Okay. Of course she doesn't like us. She's trying, you know. It's unfortunate, but... All right. Um, it's the way of the land. Say it one more time. One more time. This is the last one, because there'll be a punishment if you... No. Nope. Nope. Oh, 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 drop it like it's hot. No. What are we doing? We're not... We are... We're not what? We're done. We're what done? We're never... That's it. What? Are you okay? What are we not doing now? No, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not hurt. I'm just disappointed. So Breakups what? are always hard, man. They are. So what can't we do now? We... Nothing. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, I went to a wedding on the weekend. Flew down to Adelaide to do my best friend's sister's wedding. Oh, yeah, this is the one that cost you a lot of money to fly yeah. down. And it was well worth it because I love them to bits. Um, but look... There is something about brides that they always go, I'm not going to be a bridezilla, uh-huh. or they say, I'm not going to be late. And I love those two things, because they go, oh, yeah, cool, you are going to be a little bit late. And then I always go, yeah, not going to be a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
There is something about it when a bride is not on time where you look at the groom. Oh, yeah. And no matter how much they go, I know they're coming, yep. they start having doubts. Yep. Oh, I do that at my wedding. I remember my mother-in-law, my now mother-in-law, coming up to me saying, stop checking your watch. Uh, You're making everybody nervous. So how, <laughs> how late was Esther? Uh, I think she was about half an hour. Half an hour? Yeah. Half an hour late. late. Uh, no, she was right on the dot. Otherwise, you would have packed up and left. Yeah, I had my back up there. So, where is it? <laughs> oh, you're up, Tracy. <laughs> it's Trent. Right now, Kat's going, Tracy. But we were on the beach in Adelaide, which mm. is really, really cold. And I got a text message from them. And it was probably around about 20 minutes late. And I got a text message. And the groom's like, is, is it her? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's just them. But everything's fine. He goes, all right, cool, what is? So, I had to take a phone call. And they said, look, we're, we're not going to make it for another half an hour. Oof. I was like, oh, you're already pretty late. He's, he's just so you're aware, he's very stressed. They said, there's nothing we can do about it. Makeup artist hasn't finished. We're not going to be there. And the wife-to-be can't speak to him on the phone. And no, 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 no. Because... And she, he looks at me like, you know, he's like, well, what's happening? What's happening? And he's a really confident guy. And I said, everything's okay. They're just going to be a little bit later. And he goes, oh, I think you should tell people. I said, yeah, I'll go on the mic and I'll tell people. I said that she's going to be an extra... About 25, 30 minutes? Yeah. She got booed. <laughs> yeah, she did. Like, hey guys, you can't boo the bride to, like, the bride, you can't boo her. So I had I'm to. I'm only here for the booze. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. I'm sobering up. <laughs> Man, where's the hip flask? <laughs> You're drunk at all, Dan. About that, I had to make an executive call. So, because as the um, celebrant. celebrant, everyone's looking yeah. to oh, you to run the show. Way too much responsibility yeah. for the celebrant, but I it, it was getting to around about forty five minutes, right? Right. And they said we're still going to be a little bit late. He was panicked, yeah. and they had it so that the the ceremony they were going to have the ceremony, and then they had a bar to the side where people were going to get drinks after before going to the reception. Yeah. All right. So you crack into that bad boy now. Well, that's what I said. I said yeah. to him, I said, hey. Do you want it? And he goes, no, I'm under strict instructions that we can't have the bar open early. I said, I totally, you know, I appreciate it. But she's late. And this is your last decision that you get to make before you're a married man. And I said, people would love this. He goes, you're right, you're right. So I went up and I said, said, the groom's made an executive decision. He's decided that you can open the bar. Everyone cheered. We all went over to the bar. I was walking around saying to people, hey, just don't have too many drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because we're going to have to have it open. Yeah. People did because she was so late. Yeah. So I said to everyone, can you please put the drinks down so we can make it seem like there was there was no one yeah. that's still drinking. So they went to go and have drinks after. All the drinks were gone. Yeah. Oh, so they <laughs> They drank the whole bar out. Yeah, yeah. It was the happiest, funniest. Yeah. I was funny. People yeah. couldn't stop laughing. Do you think the groom realises that the very last decision he made as a man, a single man, was forced on him by another woman? Well, she said to him... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, no, I know she you She said, didn't. oh, we're going to have drinks before. I said, we're not going to have drinks before because everyone is already drunk. <laughs> wow, let's not tell him that because I think he's got a real win yeah. from, from the yeah, day. Don't, don't burst his <laughs> he bubble. doesn't need to know. No. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Angie Kent is the latest to try her luck at love. Bachelorette Angie. <laughs> It was only meant to be released today, but those jerks over at the magazines, they let it out early. Angie is our new bachelorette. Good morning. Good morning. Were you ready for it to be leaked a little bit early on Friday? I'd mentally prepared for, I think it was yesterday they were going to to do it. Um, so yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise attack. That, they always seem to do that, you know? All the magazines mm-hmm. always are going to be stalking you everywhere you go now. Are you prepared for that? Um, oh, I wasn't prepared, but I've had a little taste of it, and it's very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, are you prepared to pretend that you're into a guy for 12 weeks on television, but he's only really oh. there because they need diversity throughout the show? <laughs> oh, there's always one of those, isn't there? But you know what? Oh. You gotta do what you gotta do. As long as there's some nice guys in there that I actually like, I'm I'm okay for those those ones to hang around for a bit. If they're funny. They are funny, but we're saying that with Sophie Monk. We felt sorry for her because there was so many young guys yeah. that were like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really interested in kids. And she's going on there saying, I'm really interested, you know, in kids. And they just seem so different. If applications are yeah. still open, who don't you want to apply? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start listing, like, names of people. Well, um, you know. I, I don't want people that are, yeah. Well, I mean, there's going to be people that 
go on there that are just on it for the Instagram followers. Like, let's face it, yeah. they're everywhere. You can't avoid those. I'm obviously not going to pick someone that's into that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really not. If they want to do it, whatever, but you're just not going to get picks, are you? And, uh, yeah, just people, I just don't like that boys' club talk, you know, where they'll say stuff to my face and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, and then I'm going to go down to Coogee Bay after this and bang everyone. Like, <laughs> I don't want that. Specific. So just be honest. Just be honest with me. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, want to do that, fine. I just won't pick you. <laughs> and are you ready to watch the goggle boxes watch you on The Bachelorette when they do? I'm ready. I'm, I, I love my Gogglebox family, and they were most of them were very supportive with us in the jungle, so I, I can't see them not supporting me through this experience as well. So, yeah, I'm excited and a little nervous. Angie, you said most. Who weren't? <laughs> uh, I think all of them were. I just I haven't heard from some of them, but that doesn't mean they, they probably okay. weren't yeah. supportive. They're just busy. <laughs> Now, uh-huh. obviously, we know you from Gogglebox with your friend Evie as well. Uh, you're no longer on that show. Um, did they did they sit the two of you down and go, all right, ladies, we know you're both single. One of you gets to go in, fight to the death, see who gets to... Did Evie want to be on The Bachelorette at all? Um, no, I don't, I don't... We never really spoke about it. I think it's one of those things where we both did the jungle and then she's gone and done more panel-based stuff and she's just been loving that and then, yeah, I, I, they approached me for this and I thought, well, who am I to turn down the, that, that opportunity to find love? <laughs> oh, you've, you've got that ball rolling. Well done. Yep. Are you, I love Are you prepared, though? Like, this is what I always think about uh, about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's pretty much you just, everything you do... It's just with romantic music and piano behind it. I like what we've got on right now. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's going to be the soundtrack to my life. So it is. Tell me, tell me, Angie, what's the toughest thing you've ever had to deal with? <laughs> Do I actually have to answer? Yes. We're in the middle of a very important... Yeah. right now. No, just kidding. Oh, you're going to suck at this um, show. Angie, a little bit of a word of advice from previous uh, bachelorettes that we've chatted to. If yeah. you're in that awkward um, it, like scenario and they're filming and they want to get more out of you, I know it's yeah. hard, but sometimes you're just going to have to do a kiss because that's when they end it. Oh. So, oh. yeah. Cue awkward kiss. Yeah, just like a little well, peck. And then they go, oh, okay, cool, we've wrapped up that date. Think that I'm hoping it will all be very organic, and I won't have to be told when to kiss. But if it comes to like week three or four, and I still haven't passed anyone, they may have to be like, "Okay, Angie, you really need to pass someone now." Yeah. But I don't think I would do anything I don't want to do. I will have to like the person. I'm just not going to be out there passion everybody. Just say you're a high five sort of girl. Guys love Guys that. Love yeah, that. Like, Guys love that. They go in for a kiss, and I just high five. Or, or give them fist pump. <laughs> so cringe. Oh god! If a girl fist pumps you, that you just run away, wouldn't you? Don't even wait for the rose ceremony. Just leave. The other thing is, apparently, they've got the same, exactly the same producing team as Married at First Sight, working on The Bachelorette this year. No. No, I made that up. Just wanted to see how you'd react. Oh, my God, no. I almost had a nervous breakdown already, and the show hasn't even begun. Oh, you'll be amazing. You'll be great. We're excited for you. You're going to be so much fun to watch um, The Bachelorette. Thank you. Uh, It's coming to 10 uh, very soon. Nice to talk to you this morning, Angie. So nice to speak with you guys. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Uh, there she is, our new Bachelorette. Uh, and if you're a guy looking for love, you can apply right now. 10play.com.au slash Bachelorette. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, make sure you catch up with everything on the show, including if Inez from Married at First Sight. Ah, did she? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Did she call or did she not find out in the podcast after the show? Nah. That's Do included. Do or not? No, 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 no. Yeah. I think that's punishment time. You weren't supposed to mention the name. <laughs> don't download the podcast. Don't waste your time. Didn't have to mention that specific. There was a lot of other things we didn't nah, show. Nothing worth noting. Oh, jeez. Oh. So thanks, but no 
right. All right. Thanks, but no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't get upset. I was involved too. I was just as much to blame. It was a good show. I know. I'm teasing you. Well, don't. It hurts my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we really are still going. Fair enough. Hey, I went to Adelaide on the weekend. And for those that have lived in states where they have daylight saving, they might know the joy, the joy that occurs when you finish daylight saving because you get an extra hour sleep. (laughs) Uh, So I changed all the clocks because I was like, it's changing this weekend. I get to sleep in. I got the wrong weekend. It's actually happening uh, next Sunday. So that was a bit of a failure. So thanks. But no thanks. No wonder the bride was an hour late. (laughs) (laughs) Sales are good. You know, save money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that you've really wanted. You're like, nah, I don't want to pay full price. But if it goes on sale, oh yeah, you're like, sweet. When you get emailed about things that are on sale, and you're like, yes, click on that. Only to find out that it was for 24 hours. Ah. So you get there and it's the same price. And for that sort of 30 seconds of the web browser loading, you're like, I'm getting me... Whatever it is. The email should self-construct, self-destruct, shouldn't it, really? I agree. I really do think that it should because it gets you all the way there and all you've got is disappointment. So thanks, but no thanks. I made an online purchase just recently. You know my man bag? Everyone loves so much. I carry Your handbag? My man bag. European carry bag, whatever you want to call it. My satchet. Okay. It's brown. It did start as white. I brought, I bought the exact same one, exact same one, just in black. When you're on something good, stick with it. Yeah, to make it like my slimming, you slimming bag. <laughs> Got an email from the lovely people on the website that I bought it in. Dear friend, uh, we guys not have that bag in black right now. Oh, they didn't make an executive decision. Would you like it in brown? <laughs> Type back. I do, I've already got the exact bag in brown. I want a black one, please. You know what they say? What? Once you go brown, you turn the black one down. <laughs> <laughs> what colour did you get? I'm still just, I want to get my money back. They've only got brown and black and they don't have black, so I've already got brown. It's a shame. I know, yeah. but they're not talking to me. They've gone dark. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. That is the podcast. Well done, everybody. You made it to the end. Um, last chance. <laughs> if, you, if you heard the start of the podcast, Stab's got a brilliant story that he's keeping to himself. No. It's not really, it's not really in the spirit of giving, is it no. really? But you're like, I've got a story. You, you originally thought it was okay to tell me. He's is it saving because it. You, is it because you don't want to tell him? Because I just, I was here originally. I can is leave. Do you want me to leave? You no, can tell I'll, her. I, why don't I leave? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. That'll be the easiest for everybody. But then who, who will tell your story? <laughs> you know what? The story tells itself. We always say that, don't we? Yeah. You know that. The story tells itself. All right. See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye. I'm, I'm going to get $10 worth of nuggets from KFC. Stand by me and my head.